0: Back to Backstage Cinema, the best destination for all things movies, movie making, and more. I'm your host, Jaden. And
1: I'm your other host, Ike. And we got, we got my buddy, David Furlow, on the podcast. How's it going, David? It's going well. It's going. I would hold it a little bit closer if you're going to. Yeah, like that. Oh, that's, ooh, it. that's much better. Oh, yeah. don't. No, David. Don't eat the <laughs> oh mic, God. David. All right, we got to redo <laughs> that. Oh, what are we going to do with no, you? We'll just keep it rolling. <laughs> just keep do it live. Do it live. Do it live perfect no we're,
0: we actually are you li- could not hear a word you were saying at the beginning <laughs> oh i'm sure you
2: don't need to hear anything i say ever It's yeah, just just, just in general some, some nuclear launch codes is
0: all that's fair no we're here with david today and boys uh we are going to be talking dc um we have some bittersweet dc news obviously that we're going to be talking about and that is mm-hmm. uh i uh, i don't know when this is going to come out but as of we we're on a sunday so the thursday that just happened um, Kevin Conroy, who plays Batman in numerous branches of media, um, passed away. Obviously, we were we as the fans were not informed about this until Friday, but that's going to be really the main topic, and then we're you know we're obviously going to talk about a few other things. But mm-hmm. this will be a bit of a shorter episode, uh, a little bit more of a serious episode, well, at least while we're talking about Kevin Conroy and just kind of reflecting
1: on yeah. who he was and what he meant to everybody. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But before we get into that, David, why don't you go ahead and. Uh Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so
2: I'm. Um, I've always loved comic book. Well, not necessarily comic books in particular, but Marvel, DC, general nerdum. Even though I've never owned a comic book, I've through YouTube, I've in in a, in a roundabout way gone through. I don't want to know how many. I grew up on Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. And, um, the DCAU and Kevin Conroy's voice has been a massive part of my nerd bringing up. Nerdism, yeah, that. Um, so yeah, it's just it hit me hard hearing that he that he passed. I mean, he's just such a legendary voice actor, and he did so much for the character. Where I can't read something for batman without hearing his voice and it's yep. he's as generic almost seems as a negative thing but he is just batman he's
1: the standard yeah yeah, yeah. i don't think i was introduced to kevin connor or anything until probably around when i was i want to say maybe 16 17 so i got oh, wow. so 100%. i got i joined the The hype train fairly late, but I remember watching the animated series Batman the animated series, and I was like, you know, this is actually this actually kind of really good. I don't know why. Like, it feels very simple in a lot of ways. Like even like Batman's design and his voice, like there's not it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of like that goes into it, but that's what makes it so special. I feel like is because Kevin just is batman and all the episodes Hmm. that that he's in and i don't know whether that's just in the tv shows or even in the video games as well the arkham the arkham series which is one of my favorite video game series of all time so good but yeah everything that he seemed to touch just i knew that i would enjoy inherently just because of just how classic just his voice is not just like the sound of it but his inflection his passion behind it the the way that you can you can tell how he thinks just based on the way that that he speaks but everything about him is just was just perfect
0: yeah i think uh i'm more in your boat of i didn't really know much about him until i was older obviously i remembered his voice from you know numerous things whether that be Movie movie appearances, obviously voice acting. Uh, I believe he was in some of the CW stuff. Um, Yeah, he was in one of the Arrowverse crossovers. Yeah. So obviously from that, from the games. um, But I think the big one is obviously Batman the Animated Series, which I briefly watched every now and then as a kid, but I only recently started watching um, in its entirety. I believe it was in preparation for our top 10 Batman videos or five, whatever we did. Yeah. 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 Um, But also we've heard, I don't know how to say this. That sounded bad. There. Okay. There are celebrities that die and you hear all these horrible stories about who they were and how they treated people. And uh, one of the things that over this week that I've seen, Uh, videos, articles, whatever it is, people who actually knew him personally, all of these people have only had praiseworthy things to say about him. Um, From interviews and stuff, he just seems super genuine as a human being. And he just had a love for DC and was a fan of Batman as much as he was Batman. Um, Obviously, the big boys are Heath Ledger and Christian Bale and the live-action side. But when I think animated dc my mind instantly goes to kevin conroy and mark hamill and i really appreciated i believe it was friday seeing what mark hamill had to say about kevin conroy's legacy
1: but yeah yeah that was one of the first things that i was anxious to see was like oh i imagine mark's gonna give a nice little send off to him and i was i was right
2: yeah yeah because they worked together for over 20 some years so it mm-hmm. makes sense they'd be would have formed a, a professional relationship beyond just being
0: the characters yeah and uh you know this is the second time i guess for mark hamill um that he's had to i want to say do this unexpectedly because obviously carrie fisher uh, passed away um several years ago now but that was obviously unexpected and i, I it's tricky when people get older because I don't want to say it's necessarily unexpected because you know it could happen any day um but with both of those instances there were um medical battles that not necessarily people were aware of um and you know you hear that I believe what was he like 63? 66. 66? 66, yeah yeah, and you know a lot of times you think oh that's 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 old lived a good life but also sixty six really isn't that old when you think about it um, yeah. So obviously it's, it's saddening, um, for the fans. Um, I think, saddening in a good way though. Like, for me when I saw the news, because I sent it to a few people, I wasn't like sad about it. It was more like, you know, oh, this man's lived such a great life. Let me, you know, praise and celebrate the things that he did while he was here, and obviously the things that he'll do afterwards. Because obviously. Kevin Conroy ain't going anywhere. That voice is going to be iconic for years and years and years yeah. to come. And um, to a lot of people, the Batman, the animated series is the version of Batman to them. And obviously, Absolutely. I'm not speaking for myself because to me that he isn't the Batman, but he's he's one of the all time greatest Batmans. And um, yeah, I think over the next coming months, coming years, there's gonna be a lot of cool Stories that come out of it, and I'm curious, um, yeah, I guess to see what DC is going to do in the meantime, because, um,
1: yeah, they, they have a lot to look forward to in this guy. Was he originally attached to Cape Crusader, which was um, Matt Reeves and, oh, what's his face? J.J. Abrams' yeah. project?
0: I don't think so, no.
1: No? It was
0: based off of the animated series, but.
1: Right. Yeah, he... Really, the only live-action
2: thing he's ever been involved with was the Arrowverse, and that was just kind of a a fan-service side role as a a very broken Batman. Still, even with the terrible writing, knocked it out of
1: the park because he's Kevin, but... Yeah. Do you know what I mean by the Cape Crusader, though? That's the um, animated series. It's the new animated show that's going to be coming out about Batman.
0: Possibly. No, I I wasn't familiar with that.
1: Yeah, so apparently... I don't know what's going on. There was there was some news about that recently. I don't know if it got canned. I think it got did it get canned? I don't. Some, think something something happened. There was some big changes or whatever. And people were really shocked. Or actually, no, it did. It's not going to be released on HBO Max or anywhere. It's They're selling the rights to it,
0: huh? They're selling the rights to the show.
1: Yeah, and there's because I remember I was talking to Rossi about this. Shout out to Rossi. Here's your shout out for the episode. Yes, I know sir. you're listening to this one, boy. Love you. But um, yeah, that was that was one of the projects that i was really looking forward to just because of like how much i loved the batman in the animated series but knowing matt reeves was going to be doing something with an animated batman like to me that's just that's really cool and i don't know yeah. if they were going to use kevin for that or if they were planning on using uh, robert because matt and robert have worked together as mm-hmm. batman and director before but yeah um
0: obviously we can talk a little bit more about kevin in a minute but for you david since we've already talked about this um who would you consider, I guess, your favorite Batman, Batman actors, uh, live action and animated? You could rank them one to five. Yeah. The, five to
2: one. The thing about Batman and what makes him one of the, beyond just the, whether you like or dislike the characterization of Batman, the reason why he's stuck around for so long is because you can do so much with him. And so... Very few of the Batman can really be compared, in my opinion. Yeah. The only three that I would feel comfortable truly comparing would be uh, Keaton, Kilmer, and Clooney because they were all technically the same version of Batman, Mm -hmm. and that one's easy because it would be in that order. Um, Because, I mean, you have Adam West who's just completely different from anything else ever done. Um, Bale was just, is absolutely iconic in that role. However, he would only work with that Batman. That Batman is, he is that Batman as much as that Batman is him. Uh, and the same way with Heath Ledger, he he worked with that version of the Joker. You He wouldn't really work in a, DCAU property or versus um, the Lego Batman. It just wouldn't work. Um, Same thing with Batfleck. Um, I really enjoyed his performance. Some people didn't. I'll fight you on that one. (laughs) I'll fight alongside you. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, even um, Patterson. Yeah, that one. (laughs) (laughs) Patterson. Yeah, even, uh, even Robert Pattinson is a very unique version of Batman. And that's, I, I'll again go back to that. I don't think they can really be compared in a lot of ways. They're all so, yeah. they fill such unique roles. And that's why I think, above such legendary performances, Kevin Conroy stood out above them is because he did so much as Batman. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just Batman the animated series. Even though you compare the first three seasons of that to the new Batman Adventures to Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, those are the character changes over that, and he has to kind of evolve with it. You compare those properties against um, even what he did in later in the DCAU in Batman Beyond or the Arkham games or any of the other dozens of properties where he's been Batman. He with the same bass voice for Batman and Bruce Wayne he did so much with it where you have all these different versions of Batman that all tie back to one voice actor and that's that's one of the really cool things about voice acting is that it's not tied to uh, your physical attributes uh, Batfleck, wouldn't really work in the Dark Knight universe just his build and everything just it the skinnier Batman really worked for that in the same way that if you put even Pattinson who's a little bit I would argue looks a little bit bulkier than um, Bale and the DCEU it wouldn't work as well and so that's where you have to pick the right design for the universe as well as the right voice the right actor to play that design so in a lot of ways kind of tying back to the core of your question other than honestly kevin conroy i can't really directly compare them because yeah. they're just so different
0: i uh i had a conversation the other day with somebody about it and he made a really interesting point um he was talking about let's say 100 years from now, when we look back on Batman, obviously ignoring the fact that there's probably going to be a few more in this 100-year period, but there are three people that he said are going to stand as the best. Um, Adam West, for being one of the originals. He's iconic for that reason. Not, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but when you think Batman, a lot of people think Adam West because he was the first. The other one was Christian Bale because the Dark Knight trilogy is... Arguably the best trilogy of movies that you you know, superhero movies, I guess, or even just movies in general. Um,
1: except for and, Rises, <laughs> yeah, it has its ups and downs,
0: and obviously Kevin Conroy. And that's not to throw shade at you know, Bad Flick and Pattinson's too young, we obviously can't, we can't based off of one movie, but you know, or Clooney or any of them. But when I think about when I think about Ben Affleck, especially, especially this time, like not everybody cares about him. He didn't hook. All right, I I apologize. I know that I really like him as much as you do. Yeah, but no, man, it's fine. He doesn't. He doesn't have that that thing that people say. That's my Batman. Um, whereas with Kevin Conroy, a lot of people he is their Batman. And they don't even know who he is. A lot of people, their version of Batman is from the Arkham games, and they may not know who actually voices him, or even the animated series. You may not. As, you know, younger kids watching this now, their version of Batman may be. Uh, batman from the animated series and they don't know who voices him he is just i don't know he's done so much um in a lot of ways doing exactly the same shtick but it's always worked especially for his character uh and one of the things that i don't know you guys may not agree with this but that i really liked about his character is his version of bruce wayne and batman in voice vocally i guess are almost identical but it's these little tones and shifts that he makes that make the make or break the character. Because when he talks, when you hear him as Bruce Wayne, especially, um, he, he the way that he ends his sentences also make him feel a little bit more human, a little bit more friendly. Whereas as Batman, while he still sounds very similar, um, it's a little bit more edgy and a little bit more raspy and it's a little um, eerie almost. Um, and obviously, Christian Bale well didn't do a great job. I think his Batman boys is complete. <laughs> Completely questionable. Um, But every other Batman, their voice between Bruce Wayne um, and Batman are very different. Unless you're George Clooney and, you know, it's pretty similar. But Kevin Conroy did such a good job at keeping the voices nearly identical to the point that any normal person could figure out it's them. But just these little subtle changes that you're like, okay, that's Bruce Wayne, that's Batman. And there are times too, and what really impressed me is um, there are times in the show um, where he is Bruce Wayne in the Batman costume. And you can tell that it's Bruce Wayne. And there are times where he's Bruce Wayne, but he's actually Batman. And it's these little voice things that he was able to do. And I'm blanking on the exact word, but he just killed it as. Yeah, there's a really good scene that I, I like. I forget
2: which episode it's from, but uh, as Bruce Wayne, he's on the phone talking to one of his executives and chewing him out. And he's angry as Bruce Wayne, but it's very clearly Bruce Wayne. But as soon as he hangs up, just there talking to Alfred, his voice drops into Batman and it's mm-hmm. instantaneous. You can immediately tell what it is, but it's also still very uniquely him as an individual character in that world. And I think that's an amazing comparison of his ability as a voice actor, but also that comparison that you were looking at as far as the the subtle differences between the two voices.
1: Yeah. I also feel like Kevin has the best chemistry with all of his supporting cast. There's just something with the way that he interacts with, with Gordon, with Alfred, with Robin, with Joker, and even with the different villains. Like he, he doesn't treat them all like on the surface. Like he treats them all the same. Cause like he's, he's justice. He's vengeance. He's the night or whatever. But like, the way in which he interacts with them, like you can tell he's just, mm-hmm. because he knows them and just like how their psyche works, he knows exactly how to interact with them to get what, what he not just like what he wants, but like what society needs, I guess, or what Gotham mm-hmm. needs. And so, obviously he kind of has like an upper hand with having more of a rugs gallery than someone like Affleck or Bale or Pattinson, because I mean, well, again, with, with Pattinson we haven't, we just had the one movie. But Kevin did have the advantage of being able to interact with a lot more different DC characters, and you got to really delve deep into who Batman is just because of all of these villains kind of make up like who who Batman is. And one of my favorite episodes is the one where Batman goes on trial and all of the different villains are all sitting in the courtroom. And this lawyer who was originally against batman saying like oh no um batman is literally creating the villains out there and then all the villains get up on stage and they try to not stage on the stand and they all testify against batman and then at the end of the episode the lawyer who was initially against batman is now like team batman because now she realizes no it's not um you guys who are a product of him, he's a product of you guys. You guys are the ones who made Batman. He's the one who rose up because of because of everything happening. And so with each and every different villain, each and every different interaction, like that's a part of who Batman is. And he took away something from who they are and he adapted his character to kind of, I guess, just fit that role.
2: Yeah. Yeah, one of the amazing things about the animated series was how while there were some overarching stories you could watch almost any episode on its own and understand the history of these characters because it's not just this particular subset of the films we have to watch these ones to understand it and read these comic books is no it's just it's just batman mm-hmm. and you look at any of the Obviously, now this some of this has to go out to the writers of just the amazing work they did with that show. But the way you can, beyond the writing, with the way that he talks to those different characters, like you were saying, you can feel the history between them. And he knows these people, he's worked with them. Some of them he honestly feels bad for. Anytime he has to fight uh, Mr. Freeze, you hear the compassion in his voice because. Mm-hmm. This is a, a broken man who he's trying he's actually trying to help a lot of times,
0: so there's just
2: so much depth there.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I think what you're saying, yeah. There's writing. Obviously, they need some props because um, the writing is great. But one of the things too, um, when I first started the show, I was like, okay, dude, is this like an origin? This this show starts you yeah, right in the middle of everything. There's episode. Honestly, you could watch all of season one out of order and there's still no right way to watch it. Well, they were They're, made in a different
2: order from when in which
0: they were aired. So yeah. it's not even that yeah. there is a right. order. Yeah, there's really no right order. But um right from the get go, you understand. OK, so he's you know, he's Batman. He's been doing this for some time. And every episode that introduces a new villain, you almost immediately understand that there's history there, that whether Batman's fought them or not. um, but going back to what you were saying, Ike, about chemistry, I want to just talk about the um, off-screen chemistry. Um, back in when this was made, and this is obviously tricky because I don't always remember It's 90s. Yeah. The, nowadays, on a show or something of this nature, 90% of the time, let's say, uh, you, know, you have a scheduled time. Let's say you come in, uh, hey, you're going to read this episode for the day. Um, boom. You do your lines and that's it. Um, and I'm going to assume that in a lot of ways that were true for this show, but during that time too, a lot of it was that you would actually sit down with the entire cast of the episode and just do the whole thing. Regardless of which way they did, his chemistry with everybody in the show is fantastic because, um, and I'm not trying to throw shade at any other Batman, but I'll throw shade where shade is due. Um, Justice League. Go for it. Um, the chemistry between Ben Affleck and J.K. Simmons is pretty awful. Awful. It's a little awkward. Um, I'll, I'll, it's even, great, but... I'll even throw in Patterson to you know the because this was something I brought up in many of the times we talked about the Batman, but I feel like the the chemistry between him and Alfred was a little off. Um, hmm. Just certain
2: things like that. I think that can be explained given where he's at. In at the time of the mm-hmm, film, yeah. but I do see what you're saying with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's just we hear all these stories though. This is what I was building to, um, where characters that don't have good chemistry in movies, frankly, don't have good chemistry in real life. And we've heard of you know actors and actresses leaving projects because they hated working with X, Y, or Z or stuff of that nature. But mm-hmm. um, every time that or every interview I, I'll say that I've seen of this show, whether it's um, you know Mark Hamill or anybody else they always praise how fun it was to work with kevin conroy and kevin conroy frankly did the same exact thing um and i think that was something so impressive about him and his legacy is that people wanted to work with him and get behind him um we've talked about this before with directors but there are sometimes directors where they're going to make a movie and every actor and actress wants to work with them they could be paid. They don't have to be paid, but they're like, I have to work with that person. Um, same with actors and actresses. There's sometimes that you know, a lot of times you see in these interviews where people are like, you know, if you could be a star in a movie with who, whoever, who would it be? And they a lot of times have very similar people. But I've noticed not everybody is is named, um, whether good or bad reasons. But Kevin Conroy was one of those people that like everybody wanted to work with. Um, you know, and frankly a lot what, the, what i found so impressive a lot um during the batman press screen not screenings but you know when they're doing all the press kevin connor was brought up a lot whether that was you know they they grew up watching the animated series or when they think of a previous batman who they would all want to work with and kevin connor was a very popular name among all those groups and that just speaks volumes to obviously who he was as a person who he was as batman um and obviously, just who he was with the with the chemistry and the bonds he created, because people didn't have these things to say about him. And maybe I shouldn't have thrown, uh, you know, Affleck and them under the bus and that nature. But what I was, you know, obviously, what I'm trying to say is there are people that don't have chemistry in real life, and that obviously affects it. And Kevin Conrad didn't have that issue. I did want to talk about this. There have been some episodes where we've talked a little serious and just cut stuff, mainly with Gage. We had a, I would argue, a very good. Deep 10 minute conversation um about actors and actresses who had passed away. Um that obviously we cut out due to respect mm-hmm. and just it didn't feel like it
1: meshed. We could probably just bring that back as like a as that's a what I was saying. or what we I can was, just have Gage back on and we can do that again. Because yeah. I mean I'm sure he'll be back on again.
0: That's what I was gonna ask for you two though. Because obviously the Kevin Conroy situation, it you know, it's it's sad. But also I think that there's a lot of beauty that'll come out of this, but when when we think about, in the past, because immediately when I thought about this, my mind went, Carrie Fisher, I'm like, oh, what's Marvel Hamill thinking about this? Have there been moments where news like this breaks, and you don't expect that that have, like, really hit you personally on a level that you were not expecting?
1: Do you have one, David? I mean,
2: honestly, beyond this, not really. I mean, this... This hit me harder than I would have expected if you had just told me. Yeah. Because um, I remember I was on my lunch break at work. I was just scrolling Twitter. As one does, I see, oh, Batman's trending. Click on it. First headline, Kevin Conroy, voice actor Batman dies at age 66. And it
0: kind of just sat there, yeah.
2: Yeah, like it hit me. And that that's a big thing and the, i can't point to any other actors that i've mm-hmm. had such a a history with cuz there's maybe like at some point with like some of the mcu actors once they get there but again i've been watching kevin conroy and well hearing him in one form or another for over a decade now yeah I mean, like, mm-hmm. I would watch Justice League and Justice League Unlimited over and over again because that was the only thing they had on Netflix. And then Batman Beyond, while he's more of a side character in that, is th- to this day one of my favorite Batman properties. And just the way that he can characterize different versions of Batman, that yeah, more so than any other actor that's the guy I keep going back to because his work is just
1: so incredible. So. Mm-hmm. Side tangent there, because I know you're a big Batman Beyond guy. Who would you cast as your new Batman that is being beyonded. brought under the <laughs> being beyonded yeah. under the wing of an older Batman? Who are the two? So,
2: like, who is the older Batman? Who's the young Batman? Yeah, I f- honestly feel like if he's if he was given a good script batfleck could be That's old that, batman that. Mm-hmm. i totally feel like he could do that right um for a young batman well for terry um the only actor that comes to mind and i don't even really like his acting it's just the only thing that sort of fits is actually um i don't know his name but he plays um robin the nightwing in the titan series as far as someone who kind of looks the part and
1: oh um Jonas, no, something. I, know, I yeah. know who you're talking about. He was in the Pirates movie too. And the yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like he's not great, and I don't think he's the right fit. But he's the only one who's coming to mind at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I kind of liked him personally, but yeah, like he's
2: not bad, but he's not. He doesn't. You almost need someone with a little bit more, more kind of spunk to him. I'm thinking more cuz yeah. Terry McGinnis as a character I would say is pretty similar to how Andrew Garfield played Spider-Man of kind of that ruffian just cuz he's got some sass to him and like yeah. he beat Joker by out not by punching him harder even by out-detectiving Batman he played his own game he got inside of his head by being sarcastic and joking and mm. just Manipulating him in that way. To anyone who has never seen um, Return of the Joker, most of it is okay. Watch the flashback sequence. It's about 10 minutes. It's 10 of the greatest Batman minutes you will ever watch. And the final battle between Joker and Terry McGinnis as Batman shows what made him such a unique character. And
1: Mm. really set him apart from
2: Bruce Wayne as Batman.
1: Um. Hmm. Interesting. Nice. Anyways, back to your original question, Jaden. Getting back on track. Um, there's been a lot where I have just really appreciated an actor by mm-hmm. watching a lot of their movies, kind of like back to back. I'm like, wow, this is, this actor is really great. I'm, I wonder what they're what they're gonna be in next. I'm like, oh, they passed away like a year ago, two years ago. What? Why? And I think that, for me, would be uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ooh. I really, really like Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I was, I think, uh, I watched the most recent thing that I watched him with would be Magnolia. But when I first started watching him, he was still around, I think. And it was during uh, Hunger Games. And I was like, wow, I actually really like his character. But for people who actually passed away during my time, I would say Alex Trebek- was one of those ones where I was like, man, I remember sitting down in the living room with some of my brothers and my dad, listening to my dad answer all the questions that Alex Trebek rattles off. I was like, oh wow, that, yeah. that kind of hurts. But I think the biggest one would be uh, Robin Williams. That, to me, was like, wow. We just lost a real a real legend here. Because Robin Williams is still my all-time favorite actor. And just knowing that I'll never... See him in anything else? It's like, man, that's that's rough. Yeah, I was thinking about this earlier too. Um, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I just stole your thunder right no, away. I, I knew. you were No, say I wasn't going all.
0: there yet. Um, I thought about asking this question earlier because I thought we talked about Robin Williams with Gage, and obviously, out of respect, I cut it out. Um, but it was a really good conversation. Um and when this hit I was I was thinking obviously Chadwick Boseman's who I'm about to talk to but originally I was going to say Heath Ledger cuz I remember when Heath Ledger mm. died and obviously I was like 5 6 so clearly I didn't know but now growing up watching his movies I'm like oh man what what could have been um there's one movie in particular it's uh 10 things I hate about you I think it's a really cheesy high school <laughs> rom-com movie where he plays I was one forced of forced to watch it Dude, oh. he is such a likable character in that movie. And I remember watching that earlier this year. This was like my first time watching it. And I was like, oh, I really li- I would love to have seen what they had done with this character. But I guess going to what you with said. character and 10 Things I Hate About You. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would love to see him in this I'm saying that <laughs> style of. The lore. That style of <laughs> acting. Because right. he's known as Joker, but I like these more normal roles and, mm. you know night's yeah. tale is a good example too but obviously Absolutely love that movie i was about to mention it yeah, yeah. night's tale is great solid movie i think obviously the ones i can remember is easily Chadwick Boseman though just because i put him on my route much more of people i would have liked to have met um mm-hmm. my dad has always asked a question one of his questions when he's either meeting somebody he's like if you could sit down and have dinner with three people who would it be and Chadwick boseman has been on my list for years and years so obviously that one hit home um and in a lot of ways, I think that it made this one hit home too, because the same day that I saw Wakanda Forever and clearly was an emotional wreck, was the same day that this happened. And one of the things that Wakanda Forever did is it—it it, first off, Chadwick Boseman's a great human being. Like this yeah. hit everyone. Like nobody expected this. There was mm-hmm. an outstanding citizen, a incredible human at that. Um. So, you know, obviously that's a day I'll never forget, but watching Wakanda Forever, just the understanding that this guy has meant so much to so many people, it's just a beautiful thing. And then, you know, coming out of that movie, obviously still in tears, but then thinking, you know, I'm thinking about Kevin Conroy around, I'm like, if, if something was made like this, it would be just as good. Um, with Robin Williams, you know, the situation sucked. It was a horrible situation, and obviously I think... I didn't grow up on movies with Robin Williams. So I remember when he died too. And I was just like, I know who he is, but you know, I think that I'm going to frankly put Kevin Conroy up there. You know, I think Chadwick Boseman to me is is conversation for another time. Why? I, I, I think he means so much to me, but Kevin Conroy, um, was just, you know, a great person, a great fan as much as he was the actor that played Batman. Um, but yeah, I think that we'll obviously talk a little bit more about Kevin Conroy over the next, well, probably for a long while. Right. Um,
1: we'll come up in conversation. But yeah, Chadwick was another one that kind of hit me by surprise, and I was like, wow, that's actually really sad, because I remember I was just playing piano, I was playing some happy tune or whatever, and then I get this ding on my Instagram or something, and I was like, wait a minute. No, this isn't, this is like, this is a joke or oh something, yeah. right? And I was like, shoot, that's actually, that's real yeah, jeez I literally just saw him in Endgame or whatever I was like dang that's yeah. that's rough and then I, I immediately turned back to the piano and started playing a sad song
0: <laughs> I, I remember I was thinking about this the other day too the person who messaged me about him was a friend of mine who exclusively sends me memes so I remember receiving an Instagram notification I thought it was going to be something funny and boy was I a mess and yeah you know, I don't have much I have a handful of Batman the Animated Series things but I came back the other night from Wakanda Forever and I'm like I know that I have some Chadwick Bozeman stuff. So obviously I dig through my closet and I found um, the magazine, um, you know, post his death, but I ended up finding another one that I bought years ago when he was Black Panther, like right when Black Panther came out and just mm-hmm. looking through that and the, the man of the future, the next big hero. And I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. With Kevin Conroy, it's different though, because he's already been that hero. Um, yeah. Again, we've, there's new unfortunately there's a lot of these situations there's a lot more frankly that um it's saddening to say that'll be here sooner than we know it i think that we ended our conversation with gage about you know there's gonna be come a day where we're gonna get notification that tom hanks of all people has passed away and that's Mm -hmm. gonna be brutal Mm -hmm. um so yeah I, i i'm not trying to make this a lesson but i guess you know cherish the people that you have in real life um the people that you look up to you know yeah, um, they're not always going to be here. So find the things to celebrate uh, while they're here, and even after they're gone. So
1: is a precious thing. Yeah, thring. Time Shh. is a precious thing. Yeah, don't take the people around you for granted. That's yeah, really like all we can do.
0: Um, obviously, guys, this was a a little bit more serious, and we wanted to make this um out of respect of just who Kevin Conner was mm-hmm. and what he meant to so many people. So when we're back, it'll be a much more lively probably entertaining episode but yeah yeah i don't i don't really have anything else i gotta say yeah he will always be batman